a Podcast One production. Jacob, I feel like you're better at this than me. Do you want to take it away? <laughs> the intro, go. <sighs> you know what? One of the girls at work actually knows the entire script for this as well. <gasps> she listens so... How do people know it and I can't even remember it? Okay, go. Hello and welcome to Just The Gist, the weekly podcast where I give you just the gist of what you need to know. Here with me tonight is my... Oh! <laughs> I hit the chair lever somehow. <laughs> Here with me tonight is my lovely co-host, Rosie Waterland. <gasps> and that's Jacob Stanley, who just did an amazing job of <laughs> introing the show because I can never remember what I'm supposed to say. This is just the gist. So everyone every week messages me about 20 times saying your best friend Jacob has the sexiest voice I've ever heard and they never say anything about mine which I find kind of offensive but here you go I went to drama school I know how to make my voice sexy are you ready yeah yeah <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> chills so uh bachelorette week two is mm. where we are I don't remember anyone's names. I don't care about any of these dudes. I feel no. like they're all kind of bland. Yep. Um, we start off um, on a single date with a guy called Jackson, whom I do not remember having ever seen. Is he the firefighter? No, that's Jamie. Okay. So that's the one you may have seen in the news. People may have sent you links about this week. Oh, He's no, nothing in the news. He's the most notable person. It's, oh, you might know more than me. I oh, thought why? I was going to astound you say? with some sort of fact. So one of the gals I work with, who's an absolute legend, mm. her husband is a firefighter. Mm -hmm. And tonight when I was leaving the office, she told me, oh, by the way, my husband told me that the firefighter off the show well, has apparently all, not been. Well, first of all, can I stop you right there? There's more than one firefighter. <laughs> oh. So. Well, the one that you talked about who turned up dressed as a firefighter. Yes, him. Cried. Yes, what did your friend say? Well, he hasn't actually been a firefighter for a good five years. Oh, no, I know this. Jamie, the firefighter, yeah. who's also a major weirdo, hasn't technically been a firefighter for a while. Uh -huh. a, an official uh, government-sanctioned firefighter. Uh-huh. Which I don't think is slander because it's in the Daily facts Mail, facts. <laughs> which means facts <laughs> of facts. But anyway, he's a bit of a weirdo and we'll get to him. Oh, I'm so hoping I was going to impress you uh, with something you do, hadn't do heard, you some really inside think, goss. Do you really think, A, you can tell me anything about <laughs> reality TV pop culture that I do not know? B, about, I have a friend who tried to tell me something about just TV trivia this week yeah. and I was like, do you think I do not know that and do you think I do not, do not know that in 10 times more depth and detail than you know it. Like, <laughs> please, television has raised me. Mm -hmm. There is nothing you can tell me that I do not know. Bow down, bitches. Thank you so much. Okay. She goes on a, Angie, by the way, that's uh -huh. her name. Yep. We've been calling her she. Mm -hmm. Goes on a single date with a dude called Jackson, who mm -hmm. I absolutely do not remember. Mm -hmm. uh, I went on Twitter to figure out if he was someone, and on Twitter it said he's the guy who brought the pie and she is A, celiac, and B, vegetarian, so the pie was a disaster, <laughs> but he was quite sweet about it. Yeah. Um, so the big drama here, not that there's really much of a drama, is that he's 25 oh. and she's 29 <gasps> and she's worried that he's too young. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you remember when I was... So I'm 33 now. Mm. And do you remember when I was 29 and I mm. slept with that 20-year-old? Yes. And I just thought it was the funniest thing and I kept joking about how I was a cougar. <laughs> and then three weeks later I got mono. <laughs> I slept with a guy nine years younger than me and he gave me mono. <laughs> I was sick for months. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you don't sleep with young, dirty dudes. I admire that you took the last <laughs> chance available to you to actually get mono before you turn 30 because it's pretty much inexcusable from 30 onwards can and I you just, made it in just under the wire. I know, and can I just say that when we slept together, 
he, we were at some party together and we went back to my house because it was near my house. And I do suspect now, looking back, that he just lived really far away and couldn't afford the Uber home. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> so we went back to my house. You were a lower price Yeah, to right? Pay. I was a lower price to pay. We went back to my house and, um, and he reached, we got naked and he reached down and he saw my pubes and he erupted oh, into giggles. Right. <laughs> and I said, what? And he said, I've never seen pubes on a girl before. He'd never seen lady pubes. This is what porn does to the younger generation, my friends. Oh, well, he, he was introduced with the very best, the and finest I said, of well, bushes. And I said, well, look, would you like to bow out? And he didn't, so <laughs> can't say I've ever found a man who's wanted to. But um, bow out, that is. Um, yeah, he was literally so shocked that he erupted into giggles. <gasps> oh. How messed up is that? And that's got to be from porn, yes? Well, where else is it going to come from? I mean, I think the problem is, oh, God, and I've talked about this in my stand-up, but that the porn shows women without pubes. Mm. So then guys expect women to not have pubes. So then women feel like they have to get rid of their pubes because that's what guys expect. Mm. And then we end up in this weird cycle where Mm. women just end up looking like slippery, hairless seals with Barbie badges. Anyway, so this is... <laughs> that whole region's uh, terrifying to me. I know. You know? <laughs> Have you I ever don't... seen a vagina? Oh, many You've times. seen mine. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen I mine. I didn't look up close in detail until <laughs> one time, I think I was like 19, my aunt gave me an artistic photography book and I was absolutely <laughs> shocked. Was she trying to turn you or was she no, just I trying to show you what you've never seen? No, I don't know that she'd actually looked in detail what was inside the book. Mm. Um, but when I flicked through the pages, I had no idea it looked so much like an oyster. <laughs> just... And you got to remember, the pearl in that oyster is the most important part. Uh, Oh, great. You don't know what I mean, do you? No, I I do. I just am awkward about it. Am I blushing, Mike? Uh, Anyway, so um, where were we? (laughs) A guy you can't remember went on a date with someone called Angie. Right, he laughed at my pubes. But anyway, uh, yeah, this guy is four years younger than her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? I've dated guys. Yeah, like I dated a twenty-five-year-old recently. No, but I just think it's an int- <laughs> and she freaks out. Like there is literally fifteen minutes of the show devoted to how freaked out she is about the fact that he's four years younger than her. Mm. And I was like, that's not that much younger no, than you. Like not it's at all. nothing no. really. It's I find that odd. I do remember growing up that. I was really shocked when I found out that my mum is three months older than my dad and I my response was, isn't that illegal? Because <laughs> I thought that the husband had to be older than the wife. <laughs> it was probably like seven at the time, but I remember being really <gasps> taken aback. Oh, my mum's older than my dad. Doesn't that tell you a lot about what traditional gender roles and stuff teach us? I mean, my dad was 11 years older than my mum, but then we all know that my mum dated and married gazillions of other men. And I mean, a bunch of her, like Taylor, my little sister's dad was six years younger than my mum. And then she also dated women and other people's. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> what rules? <laughs> um, and this is probably why I ended up with a 20-year-old who gave me mono. Yeah. Um, Following in mum's footsteps. Yeah, right. She'd be so proud. God, my worst nightmare. <laughs> um, so anyway, she's with this guy, Jackson. He's four years younger than her. There, as She turns up with, she's got this huge picnic basket. They're walking mm. along, a, along a beach and she's like, I'm going to take you on a picnic. And he's mm. like, I left my life for this. <laughs> and she's like, no, wait, there's more. And then a helicopter comes and picks them up and flies them to a place. And while they're on the helicopter, she, and I quite like this, she gets really sick, like mm. to the point where she's literally about to vomit, which I totally get because I'm this, like, I literally get sick. Anything that goes faster than me, mm. I get sick. Like, mm. I've got motion sickness having sex before. <laughs> like, I, if something goes faster than what I can walk, I'll probably vomit. <laughs> so, like, she's about to spew, and it gets to this point, she's wearing a jacket over her, like, cute top. Mm. And you know when you are 
about to vomit and you're so sick that you just don't give an F anymore. Like you don't Mm -hmm. care what you look like. You don't care what all you want is to not vomit. And so she just says to him, take my jacket off, take my top off. Like she's freaking out. She's like, just take it off me, please. (laughs) Please. And so he's just sitting there like, oh, I don't know what's happening. I'm four years younger. I'm, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> and so he's like pulling her jacket off and like trying to fan her and she's sitting there on the helicopter like literally about to vomit. Like she mm. doesn't care. And then they finally land and just as they land, she jumps out the door and pukes all over the grass, <laughs> which I totally feel for it because I would do that. Like oh. I got really sick on the plane today from Melbourne. Like I just get sick all the time Uh on that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, and they didn't have to put that scene in. The whole reason they put it in is because she's Angie and she's relatable Mm -hmm. and she pukes when Mm -hmm. she's meant to be sexy, which is, like, cool because, you know, Uh she's a different kind of bachelorette, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they go to a magic sex couch, which has been set up on some grass. So the whole point of this date was we met in this place and then we got on a helicopter and flew to another place and it's fine, but what distressed me was the picnic basket is gone. <laughs> so she turned up with this huge picnic basket and was like, I've prepared this. We're going on a picnic. Here comes the helicopter. And then they fly somewhere and they land and there's a magic sex couch and it's set up with this beautiful platter, this beautiful spread, all this champagne, and it's like, you didn't need to bring that. <laughs> anyway, these are the things I noticed uh-huh. because I put in the extra... What's the word? <laughs> Nine yards for all of you. This is why they pay you the big bucks. Uh, it's why... <laughs> not really. <laughs> I wish. Um, it's honestly just the most boring date ever. Like, all of these guys, I have to say, are so bland. Like, <laughs> I I don't remember any of them from last week, really. Mm. I can't see her ending up with any of them. I can't say that if I was in her position, I would have a gut-wrenching, life-changing crush Mm. at this point. Mm. Like, and I can't see that she does either. Uh But then I can't remember the last time I had a gut-wrenching, life-changing crush on anyone. Mm. Like, can you? Uh, Yeah, happened to be a (laughs) 24-year-old. When? (laughs) You know, at the beginning of this year. Oh, I remember that, I remember that. And also, does this 24-year-old, is he one of the ones with waist-long, luscious hair? No, he's not a long-haired one. Uh He's a regular-haired one. Okay. But I don't know, I just think it's, it's a lot of pressure to put on someone to say, here are these people and the whole country is waiting for you to have a life-altering crush on Mm. one of these people. And by the way, 95% of them are going to be duds who just want Instagram followers. Mm. I just, I can't remember the last time I had a life-altering crush on someone. And Mm. I'm the same age as Andy, uh, as Angie, around the same, like she's 29, I'm Mm. 33. So we're around the same age. And like, I just think it's, it's like, I can't imagine forcing that. I don't even really feel it in my real life very often. No. But I can't remember are you the last time. actually just having this realisation now? Like, this is why I yes. find this whole show premise so bizarre. <laughs> no, no, but I'm just, like, I'm I'm just sort of thinking, like, if I was put in her position and I didn't have a crush on any of them, how would I handle it? Mm-hmm. Because from what I've seen, I can't, I don't believe she has a crush on any of them. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. They're not actors, so, so they can't just really force fake it. it. Right. And, like... And it's not that crazy to assume that she wouldn't Mm. because I know in my life, like, I am at a point where I'm like, I can't be bothered with someone unless I have a huge life-altering crush Mm. that makes my heart flutter and makes me excited and I can't remember the last time I had Mm. those feelings for someone, Mm. let alone having to force it on a show in front of everyone. I don't know. It'd be hard. It'd be hard. Once I mean, again, Rosie's single, so <laughs> dial in if you... Shut up. But um, it's it's quite... Sw- I don't know. They just hang out and he's just boring, this guy Jackson. And, and then uh, at the end of the date, she gives him a rose and she says, I think to assure him that she, her, she doesn't have vomit breath, mm. she goes, I've definitely cleaned my teeth, so I reckon we should kiss maybe. Oh. And he goes, okay, and then they bash. <laughs> and that's... Uh-huh. It's quite... 
cute, but whatever. Yep. Um, okay, so then we cut to the group date because... Does she have to return to the original location via helicopter? <laughs> I don't know. They don't show that stuff. They don't show that stuff. <laughs> um, so then we cut to the group date uh, because there's just no effing around in this series. There's no money. We're getting through it really fast, which mm-hmm. you and I are both really happy about because, <laughs> you know. Um, and this group date is a dog obstacle course. What? So it's kind of like, you know, the Christopher Guest movie Best in Show. <gasps> Yes. Yes. So it's like uh, Angie is notoriously a dog lover. Uh Like her whole time on Gogglebox, she Uh had a bunch of dogs around her. She was fostering dogs, adopting Uh dogs, looking Uh after dogs. And so this date is everybody gets split into pairs and they have to run a dog through an obstacle course and the people who do it the best win. And then of the pair that wins, she picks one of those people to go on a date with later. Uh-huh. And so this, um, oh, and there's no drama on this date except everyone starts going, where's Mitch? Oh, my God, where's Mitch? What's happening? Where's Mitch? And I was like, who the f*** is Mitch? Mm. Um, and apparently some guy called Mitch, who's really important and in- <laughs> integral to the story, hasn't turned up and apparently he has a sore ankle so he couldn't come. Is he one of the contestants or is he a producer? He's what? a contestant okay. <laughs> that I do not remember. <laughs> but they keep mentioning his name, so I assumed I uh-huh. should write it down because it's probably uh-huh. important. Um, anyway, so this uh, super hot guy comes in uh, with, like, all the dogs on mm. leads mm-hmm. that they're going to be running the obstacle course with. Mm. And then Angie's like, oh, I know that super hot guy. bum Surprise! The super hot guy who comes in with all the dogs is a guy called Ryan and he is known as Aussie Dog Guy, capital letters. Aussie, capital A, dog, capital D, G, capital guy. (laughs) Um, And he (laughs) has apparently been... DMing with Angie on Instagram yeah. for the last couple of years because she's famous on Gogglebox and mm. he is a person on Instagram who mm. likes dogs mm. and she loves dogs. Mm. And so I was like, okay, I need to go to his Instagram and figure out what his deal is. And I actually do not know what his deal is. Uh-huh. Like his name is Aussie Dog Guy. Mm. He's 32 and he likes dogs. Uh-huh. And that's his deal. Ah. <laughs> so he's very handsome. Uh, well, there we go. And he poses in all of his Instagram photos with dogs. Uh-huh. And I was trying to figure out what his job is, mm-hmm. but I cannot figure it out. So basically on his Instagram, it says that he's an advocate for rescue dogs. Uh-huh. And it's like, who isn't? <laughs> Like, if you said to someone, do you advocate for rescue dogs or not? (laughs) They'd say, well, I guess I do. So he's an advocate for rescue dogs. Uh And on his Instagram, it says that he is an ambassador for some rescue dog organization. Mm -hmm. But that just means that they messaged him and said, will you sometimes tag us? And he said, yes, Uh because I know what ambassador means. I've been an ambassador (laughs) for some bullshit brands. Um, And there's nothing on his, like, he hasn't, he's not formed a a non-for-profit to help dogs. Uh He's not formed a charity to help dogs. He's not... Uh, the leader of any kind of company that does anything to do with dogs, Uh all he does is he's good-looking and he poses in photos with dogs Uh and that's meant to encourage people to adopt and not shop. Uh Uh-huh. Which is like, okay, sure. And then also the main thing, because I went to his Instagram to find out who he was because they say that his whole career is on Instagram. So Uh I was like, okay, well, this will list what he does. And the main thing on his Instagram is Bachelorette 2019. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of don't understand what his deal is, except that he's a very good-looking man who loves dogs. Uh But she's a very good-looking girl who loves dogs. So... I guess it works. Um, anyway, That'd be a great twist. It is what what? Oh, if she runs off with Aussie dog guy. Well, end. it seems like she will because oh. he turns up and she's like, "I recognize you," and he's like, "Yes, I'm that hot guy you've DM'd," and she's like, "Oh my god!" Oh. And then they don't hide it from the other guys, so uh. they're like, "Here's this hot 
guy called Aussie Dog Guy, mm-hmm. and he and Angie have been DMing and they like each other. And mm-hmm. so that makes all the guys go crazy. Uh-huh. And they're like, this is unfair. Like, <laughs> DMing means they're in love and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, it doesn't. Like, yeah. you can DM someone forever. Like, you need to meet someone in person before you know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and so everyone gets very jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, that's kind of it. They all split into pairs and her pair is with him to uh-huh. mess with them all even more. Um, and they all run the dog obstacle course and then some random lady turns up to pick the winner and I assume they need this random lady because Aussie dog guy isn't actually qualified in dogs. Mm -hmm. They need someone who is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so this random lady who's actually qualified in dogs (laughs) picks uh, a winner of who was best at the dog obstacle course Uh and it is um, Kieran, the Manchester, ah. <laughs> which we still can't do. Shit, we really should have practiced this. Oh, thing. I didn't. I didn't practice it at all. Uh, did you? I didn't no, even I look it up. It. <laughs> Kieran is the guy from Manchester who loves beauty products and is very well groomed uh-huh. and um, buys all the things that you tell me to buy and I never do. Uh-huh. Um, and so anyway, um. They go to a magic sex couch and mm. there's a lot of dogs there to stay on theme. And she's like, Kieran's a show pony and so I want to find out if he's here for me and that's uh-huh. the whole theme of the date. And Kieran is, you don't know what any of them look like so it's hard for me to explain to you but mm-hmm. when you see a photo of him, you look at him and think, he's a joke, he's here. He's going to end up on Love Island, he's going to end up on Bachelor in Paradise, yeah. he's going to end up on Big Brother. Like he's just doing this for a reality TV career. Like he's got... Bleach blonde Fabio hair. He's clearly fake tanned from the (laughs) tip of his forehead to the tip of his toes. Uh He's covered in tats. He's got a great body. Like he but he just looks like reality TV royalty. Uh You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's actually awesome. Mm. And so he sits down with her and straight away he starts talking about himself. He says that he um has made money as a dancer. And when Uh she asked him for more detail, he says he's made money as a stripper in gay clubs. Uh Um, And he totally, he's like, I don't care. Like, you know, I've got a great body and those Mm. guys pay really well. And so (laughs) I, yeah, I get naked in front of dudes. And um, he says that he, you know, has spent a lot of time in a G-string in front of very horny gays. Mm. And and then he, you know, talks about um, the fact that he's had a nose job. He didn't like what his profile looked like in the mirror, Uh so he got a nose job. Like, he just is totally open about all this stuff. And it's super refreshing, and she really likes it. And Mm. I think it's because you can tell that a man is absolutely 100% comfortable in his masculinity when he isn't afraid to embrace his feminine side. Uh And so as opposed to the dude last week who put on the chicken suit and freaked out and threw a tantrum and left. (laughs) Oh, Wazza. Wazza. Yeah, I I can't believe you remember. I completely forgot. Wazza. Like this, Kieran is a guy who's like, yeah, and? And every time they cut to Kieran in the house, Um, he's holding a teacup and a delicate saucer and he's drinking tea. Like, I just, I love him. And I love how in touch with his femininity he Uh is and his non-traditional masculine traits he is. Um, And she likes it too. Uh She really likes that he just admits all this stuff about himself, like his nose job and his stripping and whatever. And it's interesting because there was a girl, I couldn't remember which season. I, I'm going to say Maddie J's season of The Bachelor, but I, yeah. they all have just blurred into one season for me. She admitted that she had uh, been a stripper, like uh-huh. a, an exotic dancer, yeah. and um, she got kicked out for it. Oh. Yeah. Because the, the by tone, the Bachelor, yeah, or by the producers, by the Bachelor, which oh. at the time he said, "I just wish she hadn't lied to me about it," mm. and it was, and it was this whole weird thing because it was like, "Well, she didn't lie; yeah. she told you as soon as she got the chance," mm-hmm. and it's obvious that it just made you uncomfortable and you booted her mm. because she was a stripper. And it's just kind of that weird dynamic of when men admit to things like that. It's very different to when women do, like. For example, I don't think there's a single woman I can name who has, except now, I guess, for Cardi B, but who has admitted to being a stripper in the past who hasn't gone on to not be anything but like a Playboy bunny. Mm. But then you compare that to someone like Channing Tatum, who has literally made his entire career off the back of the fact that he stripped. 
like Channing Tatum. Was Magic Mike a documentary? That was Magic. Well, it wasn't a documentary, but it was a story based a on his life. Biography. Yes. Ah. So Channing Tatum was a male stripper, <laughs> and he was a. But he trained as a dancer because uh-huh. he's obviously incredibly talented, yeah, right. which also most female strippers have. Yeah. Successful female strippers have trained as dancers, and he, you know broke through mm. at some point in Hollywood mm-hmm. and ended up making the Magic Mike franchise, which mm. is all about his life. Mm-hmm. And he's gone on to be incredibly successful and respected, mm-hmm. whereas any woman who admits she stripped, please. Mm. Except for Cardi B maybe now. And um, what's her name? The girl who married Rob Kardashian, uh, Black China. Don't know who that is. You don't know any of the names <laughs> I'm saying, but anyway, it's just an interesting gender dynamic that we could, I could talk about for hours, but <sighs> probably not interesting to anyone else. Uh, do you um, remember that movie Showgirls, though? That's what I was going to mention. Uh, that Magic Mike went on to become a legendary, incredible story of Hollywood, whereas Showgirls ended Elizabeth. What's her name's career? <laughs> I can't even remember her last name. That's how much it ruined her career. What was her last name? The girl Shannon? from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Uh, I, I got what nothing. was her name? Uh, I got nothing, but I know who you're talking about. Ruined that- her career. By the way, can I just say, great movie, cult yeah. classic. Yes. If you want to tune in and watch it. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Elizabeth Berkley. Berkley. Ah, thanks, Mike. Our producer just showed me. Elizabeth Berkley. Yeah. Um, Great movie. Showgirls. We should have a viewing party one day. (gasps) Let's have a Just the Gist viewing party. Showgirls. Oh, and Grease 2. Oh, yes. Let's have, oh, my God, let's have live Just the Gist shows of B-grade movies that we love. (gasps) You're in. You in, in, Mike? Mike's yeah. in. Jake is in. Oh, my God. I feel like we just came up with a, like, lotto-inducing idea. Uh-huh. <gasps> yes. Okay. Rock, okay. scissors, paper for whether it's Showgirls or Grease 2 first. Double feature. Oh. <laughs> Get enough wine, we'll all stick around. Ah. No? Okay, so anyway, um, yeah, she's on this date with Carlin. Yep. I mean, uh, Kieran, and he's great. Uh, he doesn't kiss her because he says that he doesn't want her to think that he's too much of a playboy, which I think is quite sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go back to the house and uh, Ryan, the Aussie dog guy with no other discernible career or skills, um, turns up at the house and all the guys who weren't on the group date are like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Who's this good-looking man? Especially Jamie, remember mm-hmm. the crazy firefighter guy, um, uh-huh. is like, uh, excuse moi, yeah. I've been collecting her pubes since last week <laughs> and uh, I feel like I'm more committed than you are. And uh-huh. Aussie dog guy's like, but I'm good-looking and I like dogs. Mm. And so then there's some, like, tension between the two of them and Jamie literally can't handle it. Like, in all his talking heads, he's like, I'm devastated, I'm devastated, I'm devastated. Who is this guy? I'm devastated. <laughs> like, remember how that girl from The Bachelor was like, I can't, I can't. I can't. That's Jamie, I but can't. I'm devastated, I'm devastated. I'm de-. He's known her for literally a week. Anyway, uh-huh. scary. Yeah. Um, Carlin, do you remember the guy who's super good looking? And, like, that's uh, his only thing. And he wore a yeah. James Bond suit. Yeah, yeah. He's also jealous. Uh-huh. Um, but he sort of has nothing to offer in way or terms of personality. And so he's just got a very nice face uh-huh. and muscles. And he, in a talking head, says, well, Ryan doesn't have any hair and I have hair. So, <laughs> and that's all he kind of has because Ryan has, he's clearly bald and shaves uh-huh. his head. And so, like, that's kind of all Carlin's got. Um, <laughs> bless you, Carlin. Enjoy it while it lasts. Which, Carlin. by the way, I saw a story in the Daily Mail. Um, Carlin, uh, 18 months ago, was working as a shop girl at Cotton On in the city in Sydney. So, oh. Carlin is, you know, Bless his heart, just trying to be an actor. <laughs> 30 years old, still still trying to get whatever commercial he can scrounge together, uh-huh. which we went to acting school, so we have some friends. And who you was, worked at Cotton On, didn't I you? I did. Oh, when I was 17, <laughs> not when I was 30. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> still, and you've got hair. You actually have a lot in common. That's true. Yeah. Carlin and I both worked at Cotton On and we both have hair. Hey, Carlin. Oh. <laughs> I'm a Vales. Would you be my Gilbert? <laughs> I don't even know. think he knows how to spell Gilbert, so <laughs> I don't think he could be. <laughs> Does he need to with that hair? 
Yeah, he does. <laughs> That's the thing with me. I need a dude with a brain, uh-huh. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so at the rose ceremony, which we're now at because not a lot's happening yep. in this episode, so here we are already. Yeah. Um, Tim, T-I-M-M, the one who says A at the end of everything. I'm uh, Tim A. Mm. He has decided that all the boys need to make a pact not to pounce on Angie like vultures mm. at the rose ceremony because last week it was like a disaster zone uh-huh. and nobody left her alone uh-huh. and let's just wait for her, a to mm. approach us, a and mm. let her be in control, a And so anyway, they all come to this pact that they're not going to approach her. But then Jamie, who's mm. nuts, is like, I don't care about the pact. I'm a fireman, but not really. Mm. And I have already got seven of her pubes and I need three more for my collection. <laughs> so I'm going in. And so um, <laughs> she gets to the cocktail party, immediately asks Ryan, the dog guy, for a chat. Jamie mm. freaks out. Um and Jamie goes over and interrupts. And uh-huh. so then all the guys are like, we had a pact. And Tim's like, we had a pact. Ay! And then Jamie talks to her for like five seconds and he just looks at her really intensely and in a yeah. really creep way and talks creepy way and talks about how into her he is. Um, and she's kind of looking at him like, you're creeping me out, but mm. it's really good television, so they're telling me I have to keep it. <laughs> and so the conversation lasts for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And then he goes away and all the guys, but especially Tim with two M's, are like, we had a pact and you shouldn't have done that. Mm. And Tim is like yelling at him at the top of his voice, like, why are you causing all this drama? Hey! <laughs> and it's like... The person who always goes on about people causing drama yep. is usually also the one causing mm-hmm. drama, and that's kind of Tim with two uh-huh. M's. And so Tim with two M's and Jamie kind of get into a fight about the fact that Jamie cut in when they had this pact, and it's at this point that you're like, wow, nothing's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and they are really <laughs> scraping the bottom of the drama barrel here uh-huh. because this is literally the height of tension in uh-huh. this episode. And then Angie's like, oh, hey, what about that guy Mitch who I can't remember what that he looks like question. but he didn't turn up to the date? There's some drama we can scrounge yeah. up. And so Angie's like, I want to talk to Mitch. Why hasn't he come to find me? Like yeah. if he didn't come on the date, he should have come to find me at the cocktail party. And it's mm. like, well, he didn't come to find you because of the pact. Mm. But whatever. So she goes and finds Mitch. And Mitch is like a total weirdo. It's kind of obvious that at at this point he's realized that he's really embarrassed and he's made a huge mistake and he Uh doesn't want to be here. Mm -hmm. And he didn't hurt his ankle. He just didn't want to go on the group date because (laughs) he found it humiliating. Uh And she says to him, why didn't you come on the group date? And he said, I hurt my ankle. And she said, well, you could have just come and sat on the sidelines. Like, you didn't have to join. I'm not going to make you play. Like, this is a major television network. Uh We have OH&S rules. Like, Mm. we weren't going to make you play. And he was like... Like, yeah, but I don't know. I just feel weird about the whole thing. And she's like, well, what do you mean? And he goes, he looks at her. This is the first time they've ever spoken except Mm. when they met on the red carpet. And Uh he looks at her and he goes, all I'm going to say is if you can't see me being here at the end of this, then you should send me home tonight and not give me a rose. Uh And she looked back at him and went, I don't know you. (laughs) (laughs) Which she doesn't. But why did he say that? (sighs) It was just the most bizarre. It's like, that is like literally going on a single date with, not even a date, that is like matching with someone on Tinder. And within 30 seconds going, if you can't see yourself marrying me, then unmatch me right now. Like, they, and so he just said, look, that's all I've, that's, that's, that's my um, condition. (laughs) And she's like, okay, weirdo. And so then they cut to the rose ceremony. It's like, well, obviously he's going. Like, what a weirdo. I think he just got embarrassed by the whole thing and didn't know what to do. And yeah. Yeah. Um, so the first rose goes to Ryan, the dog guy, 
which pisses Tim with two M's off a lot. So even though Tim... Wait, is he a contestant now? Yeah, he was the a... dog guy. Yeah, he came in as a contestant. Did I not explain? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't explain that properly. When he turned up at the house, I was like, okay, he's visiting No, 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 he, he came in as a he's contestant. He's now in the running. Yes. Okay, cool, but he doesn't have hair. He doesn't have hair. Uh, he's bald. Uh-huh. And I also suspect he doesn't have a job. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> because he has less Instagram followers than me. <laughs> And he is an advocate for taking care of animals, which who isn't? Uh-huh. Uh, well, I Honey, like, you're like way eating too them. surprised by this. We have a couple of friends who have inverted commas jobs, which is code for wealthy parents <laughs> who make sure that they never actually have to work. That's true. But they like to maintain the illusion of employment. That's true. That's true. I feel like that's what this guy is because mm-hmm. he, he did say he's 32, so he's young. He's mm-hmm. younger than me mm-hmm. and he likes dogs. Yeah. And that's, that's I literally and that's researched and that's all I could find. Career. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Inverted commas, likes dogs. <laughs> That's his job. Which I feel like she's too smart for that, to be honest. Like, mm. she's smart and funny and switched on and cool. And anyway, none yep. of these guys are her Gilbert. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, the first rose goes to him, which pisses Tim with two M's off a lot, which they're trying to make out like Jamie is the crazy one with all the drama, but mm. Tim brings a lot of the drama. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is the second week row ceremony. So literally about 11 guys go that I do not remember having ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. And, uh, then the other guy who goes, which I'm a little surprised cause I thought he was going to bring some funny, um, you know, mm. stunt casting entertainment over the next few weeks is Cade, K-A-Y-D-E, the luxury car salesman who thinks he looks like Zac Efron. Do you oh, remember? Yeah. <laughs> Baywatch. Yeah. Yeah. So he oh. goes. Um, and at this point, I literally cannot tell who is still around and who isn't and what's going on because they're all just so bland and shit. Uh And so at this point, I want to put it out there now officially that I'm predicting she doesn't end up with anyone. Uh And if she does, then it's not going to (laughs) last because they all (laughs) suck. (laughs) Okay, so that's Wednesday night. What are your thoughts at this point? Uh, okay, so we've got a dog guy. Mm-hmm. We've got a look queen. We've got... Uh, Kieran. Yeah. Uh, Carl Lagerfeld. Carlin, who is kind of like Carl Lagerfeld. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. And we've got... God, I can't... I, that's I it. Know. They're pretty Wait, much the Fime only notable. Jamie oh, Feynman Jamie, Tibble. who's a stage five pube stealer. He's still there? He's still there, okay. yeah. Okay. Tim with two M's. Who's kind of a, a weird hippie and never washes his hair. Yeah. Still there. Okay. So we've got, you know, a, there's kind of a mix of characters there. We can work with this. As a man mm-hmm. who likes other men, mm-hmm. are there any of these men that you, sounds like you would be interested in? Ooh. <laughs> to be honest, probably the dog guy. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that. The only one I can think of for you <sighs> is the dog guy. Yeah. But also you're funny and smart and need banter and he doesn't really seem to have that. Uh, so Yeah. I, if he's got enough cute dogs, I could overlook the banter. He's got a lot of cute dogs. Deficit. Although also from his Instagram, I couldn't tell which ones he owns mm. and which ones are just there for the photo. But mm-hmm. anyway. Thursday, shall we? Please. We open on the boys and they're all sitting in the house chatting and drinking tea out of their delicate teacups, which I love. Mm. Um, And they're still annoyed about Jamie cutting in the night before Uh when they'd made this pact. Mm -hmm. And Tim, who says he doesn't like drama but clearly loves drama more than anyone, Mm -hmm. confronts Jamie and he's like, how could you have done that? And he's like, I don't care about the boy code. I just care about... Angie. Yeah. And then one of the boys goes, well, that's fine. As long as you're happy not making any friends the whole time you're here. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, boys are so bitchy. Boys are like bitchy like girls are. <laughs> when we want to be. Yeah. When you want to be, yeah. And so then we cut to a group date. And this group date is with Evie. And you don't know who that is because you don't watch any television. So basically when Angie was on Gogglebox, Uh which is the show that made her famous, she sat there watching TV with her best friend in the entire world, Uh, who is Evie. Yeah. So Evie is kind of like, if I'm Angie, you're my Evie. 
Okay. Yeah, that's how yep. close they are, right? Okay. And so, so Evie. She's the pretty one. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so Evie turns up at the uh, polygamy prison uh-huh. uh, where all the boys are, yeah. and she takes them on a hen's party. Uh-huh. So she turns up in a tacky tiara and a sash and yeah. with feather boas, and she's like, I'm taking a bunch of you on a hen's party for Angie. Uh-huh. So there's a pink Hummer, and they all come and get in it. And it's kind of like, yeah, like if I was the bachelorette, you would be my Evie. Yeah. So the whole point of the date is her kind of sussing out all the guys uh-huh. and seeing which ones are duds and seeing uh-huh. which ones are good. And then uh-huh. later, her and Angie will hang out and bitch and talk about uh-huh. who's good and who isn't. Uh-huh. Um, and then, like, she, so she's like, this is Angie's bachelorette party. And the bachelorette party is just like, they're going to go to a place and and do draw a naked man, do life drawing. Uh So that's the whole thing. Okay. Not that fun. Although there is a lot of alcohol involved and it does seem like Evie gets pretty pissed, Uh which made me think, you know. She really is When or when, Yeah, (laughs) she really is you. And when or if there is ever a time for me to have a bachelorette party, I hope you throw it. Oh, hell yeah. And sometimes I think, oh, gosh, like... I would like a relationship. I would like to get married at some point. Like, mm. that'd be nice. And Jacob could throw the bachelorette party uh-huh. and we could do all the things. And then I jerk off and I'm like, ugh, no, <laughs> single life forever. I'm over it. <laughs> and it turns out I was just horny and I don't want any of those things. <laughs> do you know what? Maybe that there's a way that we can mash up these viewing parties with, like, cyclical bachelorette hens parties (laughs) where I just get to screen a whole bunch of guys who are vying for your attention by making them go and do some sort of group activity wearing sashes and tiaras (gasps) and then I can tell you all about it then you can have a wank and go to sleep (laughs) (laughs) the night's over and that's it we move on to the next batch that's all I need in my love life (laughs) whenever I think that maybe I'm like oh I miss being in a relationship have a wank and then I'm like no I don't I just wanted to get off. <laughs> now I'm sleepy. Okay. Uh, uh, anyway. We'll still find a way to work um, the party in there somehow. So, yeah. Is we can get a party in between me thinking I want a relationship mm-hmm. and me having Climaxing. satisfied myself and understanding that I don't. We just need a party in between <laughs> those two events. Okay. All right. You figure out and how to be big honest, that, that could happen is. daily. <laughs> so. So the date is life drawing uh-huh. and they're like, we need uh, one guy of all of you to be the one to get naked. Mm-hmm. And of course, who is it? The best <sighs> one of them all, Kieran from Manchester, who loves, <laughs> that's not me, I can't do it, who loves Manchester. tea and has had a nose job and mm-hmm. loves the fact that he's stripped for gay dudes. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'll do it. And so he just whips off his clothes uh-huh. and just gets naked in front of all of them. Mm-hmm. And everyone keeps going on and on about how brave he is and about how they can't believe he got naked. And it's like, well, he has an incredible body. Mm. Like, what is there to be brave about? Like, mm. his penis, really, mm-hmm. his pain. Mm. Like, but, like, do you remember at drama school when we did that play where I had a naked scene? Mm-hmm. And um, I swear to God, I w- and this is how effed body image issues are, I was more, I didn't give an F about people seeing my vagina or my boobs. Mm. I was more scared about the fact that I had a belly Mm. and that people were going to see my belly Mm. more than I was about the fact that I had, that people were going to see my vag Mm. and my titties, Mm. which I didn't really have titties at the time because I was very, (laughs) I had nipples. I was very, I was very thin. The one thing about gaining weight and getting chubby is that you get boobs. Uh (laughs) But back then I didn't have any. Oh no, when you came off stage, I remember telling you it was a great scene, but shame you had your chest on backwards. (laughs) (laughs) You've always been my most supportive friend. (laughs) But anyway, so he, he looks great and he poses and I looked very closely for a penis and they do not let one appear. Uh, like there's black boxes all over the shop. Right. So anyway, they all draw him and it's like, oh my God, can you believe there's a penis? Here's hoping this carries social media for a week because <laughs> nothing else interesting is going to happen. Um, and so they all draw him and it's like, ah, ha, ha. And Evie pulls a few of the guys aside to talk to them about uh-huh. 
whether like they'd be good for Angie and mm-hmm. um she pulls aside the guys who are clearly contenders. So she uh-huh. pulls aside the dog guy. Uh-huh. Who's boring. She pulls aside Carlin, the good-looking guy who's uh-huh. boring. Um and Jamie's like I'm desperate to be pulled aside by Evie and uh-huh. she doesn't pull him aside. Oh. She pulls aside Kieran and he turns uh-huh. up, he doesn't put his clothes on. <laughs> he just turns up, sits on the couch and covers his penis with um a, a, like a bunch of grapes. Oh. <laughs> like a Renaissance painting. Oh. <laughs> but it's, here's the thing, it's charming. I like him. I don't know how to describe it, yeah. but he's charming. Uh-huh. It's funny and it's charming and it's funny and mm-hmm. hilarious. And so anyway. Um, then she meets up with Angie privately and um, Angie's like, who do you like the best? And she immediately says she likes Kieran the best. Yeah. He's funny, he's sweet, he's cool. Mm-hmm. And then Angie, because she's thinking with her minge right now, is like, what do you think of Carlin? Mm. And Evie just starts laughing. <laughs> she goes, well, you know, he's very handsome. Yeah. And Angie goes, no, he is pretty funny. And Evie went, Sure. Is he? <laughs> yeah, like Evie just started laughing. And, and and Angie goes, no, I don't think you've talked to him enough. Like, yeah. I, he is really funny. And and um, Evie just cannot stop laughing. And then Evie goes, do you really think you could go out with someone with a made-up name like Carlin? <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what you would say to me. <laughs> and Evie's like, it's like it's from Finding Nemo and it's the dad called yeah. Marlin but then they mixed it up and called him Carlin and then they're just laughing and laughing and it's um, like, so basically Carlin's not going to win because Evie has just said on national television that he's a boring idiot <laughs> with a stupid name. <laughs> um, and then they just sort of cut away mm. and um, we cut to a single date and the single date is with Tim with two M's uh-huh. and Angie's like, he's such a joker and he's so whatever and he never washes his hair so I need to figure out if he's serious and that's mm-hmm. kind of the whole theme of the date and it's boring and he just kind of always seems like, do you remember when we were young and cool and we used to go out like on William Street in Sydney and, like, we'd hit up Club 77 and mm-hmm. all those cool places and... and bang gang. He, yeah, and bang gang and stuff. He... Oh, God, that was a long time ago, uh-huh. Purple sneakers. Don't think about okay. it too much, oh, honey. Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> so um, he kind of seems like the guys that I would meet in those clubs at three in the morning who are, like coming down from one pinger and haven't found the next yet yeah. and are bouncing from one foot to the other and can't stop talking and won't stop talking and talking really fast and just and just want to tell you all the things about their life and want to tell you everything that they've ever learned in their entire time and then won't stop moving and talking and moving and talking and yeah. moving. That's this guy. Uh-huh. Um, and so he just kind of is awkward and has this very frenetic mm. energy, like he's at a club at three in the morning mm. Um, and she says that she's always gone for guys like him, like kind of guys who are jokers and playboys and mm-hmm. whatever. And you can tell they're just setting up a narrative that like she will take him quite far, but she won't pick him. Like the narrative is already so predictable. Uh-huh. Um, and she's like, you know, I always go for guys like him and I've taken him on this date because I want to see if there's more to him. Newsflash, there's not. <laughs> So <laughs> they kind of sit on a magic sex couch and he still just seems like he's despo for his next pinger. <laughs> and um, he's, like, sweet, but he's just a dreadlocked party boy. Sweaty, fidgety. Jonesing for a line. Yeah. <laughs> and I can um, see it. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and then they, uh, she... Uh, takes him through some photos from his childhood yeah. um, because she's like, literally, I cannot find any sign of emotional or intellectual depth in you, so I've asked the producers for some photos from your life so we can try and figure out what's going on with you. Mm. And um, he's just like, yeah, um, my parents were like, you know, like kind of funny but I love them. Mm. And then she's like, he loved his parents. He's deep. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> so profound. And it's like, I f***ing love my parents. <laughs> my dad was a schizo and my mum had bipolar and they abandoned me and I loved them. Everybody loves their parents. <laughs> 
But <gasps> to her, that is a sign uh-huh. that he is deep and profound. Mm-hmm. And he has the qualities that she was hoping that he has besides never washing his hair and being despo for a pinger. So they kiss and she gives him a rose and she tells him that it's the best date she's had so far. Oh. Even though then I thought about it and she's only had one other date. Where she vomited. Oh, no, wait. Well, that means she's had two. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) She's had some pretty shitty other dates. (laughs) This was such a great date. I did not spew once. Exactly. She didn't spew once, so it was pretty good comparatively. (laughs) Uh, Cut to a cocktail party. Jamie, stage five pube stealer, is freaking. Um, She pulls Ryan aside, the dog guy, of course, for a chat, Uh which freaks Jamie out. Um, he can't handle it. And so he comes over to the two of them sitting having a talk and he goes, crazy idea. Do you think maybe I could sit and hang out with the two of you? (laughs) And Angie looks up at him and goes, that's a bit creepy. (laughs) And then he goes, oh, Okay, and then he just walks off. Oh, oh. <laughs> so it's just this weird thing where producers have clearly sent him in. He's so stupid. Oh. Like, he's clearly not a smart uh-huh. man. So the yep. producers can just get him. He's so malleable. Like, the producers mm. can get him to do whatever they want. And this season is not very interesting, so he's basically the one... Right. That they're sending in to embarrass. He's like the kamikaze mm-hmm. shame stunt cast <laughs> who they can send in to do embarrassing things to keep this entertaining. Uh-huh. Um, and that's kind of it. Uh-huh. Like Tim, uh, then Tim, and this is like what everyone on social media was going crazy about. Tim the night before was really angry at Jamie for cutting in when they'd right. had this pact. But then Tim, now that he's been on a date with her, has become obsessed with her. Uh And so then he sees her talking to Ryan, the dog guy, um, and he is like, F the pact, I'm going in. Uh So then Tim with two M's goes in and um, he sits with her and um, his way of romancing her is going, you know what, I froth ya. (gasps) Oh, shut up. Yes. No. He says, I froth ya. No. (laughs) She's charmed by it and they pash. (laughs) Shut up. You know what? I can't excuse that. I've kissed some duds in my time, but even I draw the line oh. at making out with someone who says, Rosie, I froth ya. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> so they make oh. I'm going to vomit. Um, And then she ends the kiss, though, by going, all right, and kind of ushering him. So you can tell she doesn't like him, but she just kind of... Did it because it was easier to just do it than not. Uh, Cut to rose ceremony. I'm rose still ceremony. Clutching my pearls. <laughs> hey Jacob, <laughs> I'm leaning right in here. Ready? I froth ya. I froth ya. Like a bubble boil. <laughs> bubble boil. <laughs> bubble boil. <laughs> <laughs> Who says I'm not sexy? <laughs> I'm single, boys. Oh. Um, rose ceremony. <laughs> So, uh, obviously, just people we don't remember are going to go. Actual contenders all stay. And when I say actual contenders, I mean people who are romantic contenders and also stunt cast who we need to keep this entertaining. Uh, Oshie says uh, two people are going. Um, And um, I'm really annoyed because one of them I don't recognise goes. And, you know, guess who the other one goes? Kieran? No. Oh, I don't know. Who do you think in a oh, whitewashed sea of men on you Channel 10? Mentioned him yet. Mm. Who would go? The Southeast Asian brown one. The only man of colour mm. lasted until week two to prove she's not racist, mm. but this week booted. And it's bullshit because he is so cute, so funny, so smart. He has most of the funny, like, one liners mm. in both the last week's episodes, mm. and he gets booted. It's bullshit. I'll date him. I'd date Naranga. <sighs> so Naranga goes, and it's like, how could you keep Naranga and how could you boot Naranga and, like, keep at least seven or eight of those dudes? Like, he's cool. Mm. Anyway. Did he use the word froth? He did not use the word froth, See, but... pro in my column. But you got to go. Uh. 
Um, and that's it. Uh, and then the promo for next week has nothing interesting in it except a whole lot more information about how Ryan the dog guy is super amazing. Uh-huh. So they're clearly setting him up to be the winner. Uh-huh. But do you want to know what I was going to tell you when I had a thing to tell you about about who may win before? <gasps> okay, yep, okay. take it away. So um, I was watching The Project before mm. this episode tonight and what? Evie was on. The Project is a current affairs news show uh, with uh, Carrie Bickmore, uh-huh. um, uh, Waleed Ali, Tommy Little. You don't know any of these people. It's a current <laughs> affairs news show in which news things are uh-huh. talked about. Yep. And so anyway, Evie yeah. um, went on The Project to talk about tonight's episode of The Bachelor to promote it. Uh-huh. Um, and Tommy Little is a very good-looking, handsome, funny comedian on the project who uh-huh. is infamously single, oh. and um, lots of girls want to date him. Um, he's actually even... Are you Googling him right yeah. now? He has actually even been caught out dating a bunch of women who have been on The Bachelor. Oh, women. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, he's into women. Mm. Um, and so, anyway, Evie's talking about tonight's episode of The Bachelor, and... Um, and then someone mentioned something about Tommy Little and how Tommy Little loves dogs. I can't even remember what the build-up to it was. And Evie looked at Tommy and said, well, you know what? Um, Angie would love that. Are you single? Mm. And then it was like this awkward moment where he didn't say anything and it was this awkward kind of pause where it was like, oh, she probably shouldn't have said that that like uh-huh. why would she ask him if he was single <laughs> if she knew her best friend had found someone yeah. and then there was this awkward pause and then about five seconds later they and then they moved on to something else and then about five seconds later she, I think she realized she'd effed up and she went oh I should mention that Angie's very happy by the way <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're single because Angie's very happy uh. But I don't think Angie is. Mm. I think if you were my bestie and you were on the project sitting next to very handsome, funny Tommy Little, you would be looking out for me too. And if I was single, you'd be going, hey, Tommy, are you single? Like, Mm. because Rosie's single. I just don't think Evie would have said that unless Angie hadn't ended up with anyone. Because, like I said at the start of the episode, I do not think any one of these guys is her Gilbert. I think they all suck. Oh. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. None of y'all are a Gilbert. Yeah. And none of y'all even know what Anne of Green Gables is. So (laughs) this won't even be offensive to you because (laughs) I doubt you've read and or watched what I'm speaking of. But, yeah, I honestly think she doesn't... If she does pick someone... They're not still together mm-hmm. because every time the bachelor or the bachelorette has done press, they've made a point of saying, Yes, I've picked someone and we're still together. Mm-hmm. Whereas Angie has not said that. Mm-hmm. People have said to her, Did you pick someone? Are you happy? How was the process? They've asked all these questions. And she said, mm-hmm. Yes, I did pick someone. Yes, I am very happy. Yes, the process was amazing. But she hasn't gone on to clarify. And we're still together. Mm-hmm. I don't think they are. Mm-hmm. Because none of those guys are her Gilbert. And Angie is so Brillo. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't settle for anything less than a Gilbert. Right. So what, we find out the truth in what, four weeks? Oh, five gee. weeks? Oprah, yes. <laughs> Soon, please. <laughs> I hope so. Uh-huh. Anyway, what are your thoughts? Uh, I reckon you're probably right. All yeah. signs seem to indicate that way. I cannot believe that she made out with someone who said the words, I froth you. I froth you! <laughs> oh, I need to go take a shower now. I know, it's I'm so not gross. Okay with that at all. Um, and I just can't imagine the level of confidence that you could have to, while in front of a camera, sit naked while talking to the best friend of the person that you're supposed to be dating with nothing covering your modesty but grapes. Well, but then he'd he'd just sat in front of her with no grapes for an hour know, somehow in the, the last drawing class. Worse, Doesn't and it, when though? they're having to make eye contact and have a conversation with nothing between them but a bunch of. So grapes. if I find my Gilbert and I say Jacob, I've found him. I think he's my Gilbert. He's the Gilbert to my Anne. 
I need you to sit down with him for half an hour while he's completely naked with only grapes covering his penis. Uh-huh. What would you say? <laughs> uh, I thought I was going to get to be the one covering myself <laughs> with the grapes and he was going to have to look me in the eye for half oh, an hour. Oh, I understand. <laughs> so if I find my guilt, what I have to say you cannot be with me unless you get along with my soulmate, Jacob. Uh-huh. And when you meet him, he's going to be completely he's naked. With but you have an incredible, your, your body's like an Adonis. Oh. Whoever my Shush. Gilbert is, he'd be lucky to see you <laughs> naked and oiled up and peen at the ready. Oh, well. Gosh, should we end it? I don't know how we've, should we end it there? <laughs> <laughs> She's got herself all worked up now. She needs to go have a wank. Yeah, and then I'll and then I won't feel like being in a relationship for at least another four or five days. Uh, <laughs> all right, doll. I love you. Froth ya. Froth. I froth ya. <laughs> froth ya, JP. Yeah. Bye. Dude. Wow.